Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Yes, indeed. Get those car care questions ready for ASC certified technician Nick Stoffel from Lloyd's, who runs the place there at Lloyd's Automotive in the beautiful Grand Avenue in St. Paul. Good morning to you, Nick. Long time no see. Yes, sir. Good morning. How are you? And then you've been a little bit busy, I assume. This is uh, the time of year when uh, when aren't you busy at Lloyd's Automo? What what kind of uh, stuff are people coming in for uh, besides well, batteries? Well, as, as you know, uh, we are fortunate to stay busy most most of the year, but obviously yeah. winter brings it a uh, uh, different type of work. You mentioned batteries. Uh, when it gets cold, as it has been, we see a lot of tires that are low. Uh, we get some snow, and we see some wiper blades, and a lot of those maintenance items that uh, sometimes we forget to take care of in the fall. But uh, it's been been a really good run here this winter. They're going to forecast some more snow, some more cold weather, so we'll just keep uh, rolling up our sleeves and uh, fixing cars. Uh, if you have any kind of an issue with your uh, car, your truck, your van, uh, you still have a chance uh, to uh, ask what could be wrong with it. Ask Nick those questions before you bring it into your favorite shop or your favorite dealer. Uh, this weekend or next week. Uh, the phone number is the same for either. If you want to send Nick, a, a, you want to call him, talk with him, great. You want to send a text, if that's easier, same number. As I said, 651-461-9226. Again, and don't wait, because Nick uh, will take his leave in about, oh boy, a little over a half hour from now, making way for Jack Farrell's wine chat. So if you have any kind of a car care question, you don't have to be a motorhead either, any kind of a gearhead. A lot of folks drive, and if you have an issue with your vehicle and you want to know what the heck could be wrong with it, what you may be facing, um, uh, call Nick or send Nick a text. Again, 651-461-9226. We talk, we're already getting more uh, more questions, uh, Nick. We're, we, we talked about this, I think it was maybe it was last week, uh, and I'm seeing a lot of evidence of, of uh of incidents on the road, people sliding into other vehicles, they're sliding in to curbs. And that's the text question. What happens when you hit a curb like I did, the texter did? Uh, what kind of damage could I have done to my car? Well, you definitely want to have it assessed. Even if it was just the slightest impact, you never know if you knock the alignment out of uh, adjustment, which then would uh, create tire wear, uh, create a handling problem for future driving, you know, or if something has become damaged where it could actually fail or fracture, you want to have that looked at. Um, it's not always bad, you know, I mean, so don't don't be afraid, like, oh, boy, I don't want to go in. I hit the curb. I know it's going to cost me a lot of money. 
you might be able to prevent yourself from a big a big bill on tires as such by getting that alignment adjusted back in specification. So don't hesitate to have it looked at, uh, and it might not be bad as you think it is. Thinking about that question, Nick, and I uh, quite honestly, over the years, when uh, with the uh, inception of front-wheel drive cars, uh, I'm thinking when you go into a skid, it used to be turned in the direction of the skid, away from the skid. What's what? Uh, you know what I'm talking about. What 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 is the uh, what is the idea of now uh, with these front-wheel drive cars? Well, even back then, <clears throat> excuse me, you, you didn't have anti-lock brakes, so. You were pumping your brake pedal. You were turning into the slide to try to straighten the vehicle out to keep it stable. Now you you just you know with a front wheel drive vehicle, anti lock brakes, traction control. You just kind of want to hold your course to try to steer the vehicle in the direction you're trying to head. You know, apply the brake, let the vehicle do its job. It'll help you know to the best of its ability based on conditions. Keep the vehicle straight and sturdy and get you to a stop. Okay. If you have any kind of a car care question, now's your chance. Don't wait, as we said, to call Nick or text Nick uh, either way. 651-461-9226. Let's see what other texts do we have here. Uh, can, well, this is interesting, can a brand new battery freeze? Any battery that doesn't have uh, any kind of a charge, anything can freeze, yes. So the answer, the simple answer is yes. Um if a battery is going to sit for any period of time outside in the extreme cold, even putting a battery tender, one of those little small units on there, will help keep it fully charged. But if it sits long enough, it will discharge. Once it's discharged, it will all units on there will help keep it fully charged. But if it sits long enough, it will discharge. Once it's discharged, it will freeze. And that means kind of the end of it, right? Yeah, once the battery's frozen, it kind of swells up. It needs to be replaced. So, you know, if a vehicle is going to sit or a piece of equipment is going to sit for an extended period of time in a deep cold, the easiest thing to do is remove the battery, bring it to a milder place, the basement, or if your garage is somewhat heated, just to get from the deep freeze. If that's not a possibility, find a way to put one of those battery tenders on there just to keep it from uh, happening that way. And those uh, tenders or charges, I think I bought one a few years ago. They're, they're not expensive, at least the one I uh, bought. It wasn't that bad, and it, it kind of did the trick. Absolutely. They're not very expensive. In most cases, not very difficult to install. The peace of mind, um, you know, I, I have a vehicle up north here, and um, I'll leave one on there for, you know, when we leave to come back up over the weekend. We'll be gone. You know, I might not come back up for another month, but I assure you that I don't want to be messing around when something doesn't start, redealing with the battery, you know, going to the store. So for a simple task that prevents you a large headache on the road, it's worth it. All right. Uh, Nick, hang on. Excuse me. They're signaling me. We need to take a break. So hang on. If you have any kind of a car care question, uh, you can call it in or text it in. Again, whatever is easy for you. But don't wait. Uh, We'd enjoy helping you out before Nick takes his leave, which is a little less than a half hour from now. So uh, call or text your car care question uh, to Nick at 651-461-9226. I was looking at the uh, forecast, and we've already dropped, well, just since last hour uh, to 12 degrees now. We've lost 5 degrees just in the past hour. In fact, uh, according to those weather folks, we could be falling to around 6 here in the next 2 hours or so.
So it's going to be quite a rapid uh, drop. You stay with us here. Right now, partly cloudy. It's breezy, too. The winds are northwest 25, gusting to 38 miles an hour. A lot of wind chill out there, so be careful. Our current CCO temperature reading, 12 degrees. Stay with us on News Talk 830. This is WCCO. And good morning. Welcome back to CCO's Car Care Show. Denny Long here, along with Nick Stoffel from uh, Lloyd's Automotive on Grand Avenue. Where exactly are you guys located, uh, Nick? As you mentioned, Grand Avenue in St. Paul. Our street address is 982 Grand Avenue, two blocks east of Lexington Parkway. Uh, if you ever need to give us a call for some advice or answer a question, it's 651-228-1316. And if you're on your uh, in your laptop or your your, your device there uh, on the internet, uh, we're at lloydsautomotive.net. Excellent. We're going to get Nick to give you that phone number before he leaves us, which is about 745 this morning. Nick, a bunch of calls. We have some text me- messages as well. Here is our number for either 651-461-9226. Uh, and uh, you guys are open today for a while, right? Yeah, we'll be there 8 till noon. Uh, typically to kind of finish up the week's work and do a couple of small services to get people back on the road. But we, the guys work a long, hard week, so we try to keep Saturdays as a, yeah. uh, a wrap-up, essentially. Yeah, makes sense. All right, let's get back to the phones, Nick. Irene is first up here calling from Norwood, I believe. Thank you, Irene. What's your question for Nick? Hi, I just was wondering, I have a CTX 1008 Cadillac, and... When I started it, it started up hard, kind of, but it did start pretty good when it was cold. And the in uh, the dash, the three dials would just flash white, and you wouldn't be able to tell how fast you're going or the gas tank or anything. And then uh, my son later on disconnected the battery, and then it worked again. And now the other day when it was real, real cold, I started it and it started and it did the same thing and we disconnected the battery and it still doesn't go off. It keeps flashing. Is that a computer problem? I would suspect something with the computer or the cluster itself. You know, unfortunately, when things get real cold, that too can create some problems with them. So there might have been a weak circuit or a, a, some, some sort of component in that cluster that was failing and then obviously the extreme temperatures uh, trying to get that item to operate was enough for it to fail. So, you know, disconnecting the battery is always a good thing to try because it'll kind of reset things. But if that's no longer working, you should take it to your shop or your mechanic, have them take a look at it. Sometimes they can be replaced with a used part, which wouldn't cost as much money. So I think it's worth having looked at. You definitely need to have your speedometer working. So the next time you can get it checked out, you should do that. Very good. Thanks, Irene. Uh, let's say uh, go to St. Louis Park next. I think Paul uh, is waiting there to ask you a question. Paul, you're on CCO with Nick Stoffel. What's your question, please? Yes, good morning. I have a four-wheel drive SUV that has one tire that is losing air. Um, I had it into a service uh, center. They said they could not uh, correct the um, leak in the one tire and I needed to replace it but they also said because of four-wheel drive I needed to replace all four tires 
what's your thoughts on that? It's a strong maybe, depending on the condition of the other tires. You know, you, you, you try not to replace one tire if possible. However, if the tread depth, the amount of life left in the remaining tires is significant, so there's not much of a difference in the tread, you can definitely do one tire. The reason for it is the, the differential, the transfer case, all these mechanical pieces are designed to have all four wheels the tires be the same size. So as the tires wear, they start to shrink a little bit. So if your other three tires are quite worn and they've shrunk in size, but the new tire is going to be a little bit taller, that could add undue stress to the differential, the transfer case, possibly causing some, causing some sort of failure. So it is, we hear it all the time, it is a definite possibility, but you wouldn't know until you see the condition of the other three tires. All right. Paul, thank you. Hope that helped. Uh, I know we have to have a look at that forecast coming up. But Cheryl, I think, is calling in from Bethel this morning. Uh, Let's see. Yeah, Cheryl, good morning. What is your question for Nick? Hi there. Good morning to you guys. Um, I've got a 2005 Ford Ranger, and I took it to the oil change place, and I changed my oil, and I did a tire rotation. And then this was last Friday, a week ago, yesterday. And then I took a road trip to Sparta, Wisconsin, and everything, it's 198 miles from where I lived, and everything was okay on the way there, but on the way back, um, my transmission went out on me. And I'm wondering, there was a checklist that was with my receipts at the oil change place. They said that everything checked out fine and there was no problems. And with the transmission fluid, they checked okay. Now, with that be a problem with the oil change place or am I SOL on that? Well, you know, a lot of vehicles, um, sometimes it's difficult to check the transmission fluid. Um, If it's got the dipstick, you can pull the dipstick, check the fluid condition, the level. But by just, even if you're just checking the fluid, you're not going to create some sort of failure. Typically when people ask the question, is somebody else responsible for this failure or this, this problem? Um, when you left the place, everything operated fine. It made it 200 miles. I think my opinion based on this conversation is I think it's coincidental. I'm not sure what caused the transmission failure. Um, if somebody assesses the fluid or finds a reason to think that there's contamination or the fluid level or, or something like that has changed, um, you know, you could maybe entertain that conversation, but most often just having an oil change done is not going to create some other system in the vehicle to fail. So I, I would, a little information, I would think it's just an unfortunate situation for you. All right, very good. Nick, hang on. We're going to have a look at that forecast. I want to alert Dennis uh, there in beautiful Columbia Heights. You're going to be first up here on the phone, and we're going to grab text messages as well in the remaining minutes of CCO's uh, Car Care Show. So stay with us. That chilly forecast coming up here on News Talk 830 WCCO. And a good Saturday morning to you. Welcome back to CCO's Car Care Show. Denny Long here along with Nick Stoffel, who uh, runs a place called Lloyd's Automotive on beautiful Grand Avenue in St. Paul. He is an ASC certified technician answering your uh, car care questions like we've done for about 100 years here on CCO. Nick, Nick's not that it's old. Been a long, it's However. been a long time. <laughs> yes, absolutely. And I know our listeners, I appreciate it too. It's a fun uh, 
a fun uh, show to do. Um, I'm looking at the phones. Yes, Dennis is calling in, I believe, from Columbia Heights this morning. Thanks for waiting, Dennis. What's your question? Yes, it's an alignment problem. Uh, the right front tire, the passenger side, is straight. Uh, the tire on the driver's side uh, aims out a few degrees to the left. Now, uh, it's a 2020 uh, Ford Fusion. And if it's under warranty, can I take it to Ford or could I take it to, uh, to uh, any repair shop? The second question is um, if it's caused by a, a hazard on, a, on the road, for example, a pothole, is it still under warranty? And uh, what could uh, the problem be? So definitely have it checked. I do think if it's under warranty, the first place it starts the, the dealership, because if there is any kind of coverage, it would be handled. Now, to answer your question, uh, if there's some sort of hazard with the road or if you have slid into a curb or any of those types of events that's not related to the manufacturing of the vehicle, that would be your responsibility. So have it looked at because it's new. You don't want to wear out tires. You don't want to have any other handling or drivability problems. If you come to find out that it's not related to the warranty, obviously at that point in time you can make the decision to take it to somewhere else to have it repaired or have the dealership continue on and get it fixed up for you. Very good. Let's grab some text messages before we run out of time, Nick. Uh, here's one. How does the traction control work anyway? Yeah, how does it work? So the, the vehicle's computer related to, like, the braking system, traction control system, can identify both when the tires are skidding or spinning. It does that with the sensors at each wheel. It knows the speed or the rotation speed of all four wheels, if it sees one of them or two of them at a different rate, it'll identify either slipping or spinning, and it'll apply um, at, uh, kind of the brakes, I guess, for lack of a better, a better word, but it'll also cut out the power to those wheels to allow the vehicle to gain traction to keep you going down the road. So it's, um, it's wonderful because it makes it almost um, not impossible to get stuck if you're really determined you can get stuck. But if you're driving reasonably, you run into some snows or one of those snow banks from the plow, it'll kind of help you navigate through that. Nick, this next one's a comment, not a question, but it says this. Hi, just want to thank you guys, meaning Lloyd's, for fixing my 1996 Toyota Celica called Little Red. She's running great. <laughs> That's always good to hear these positive stories like that. So there's, thank you. There's not too Lloyd's. many of those on the road, so I definitely remember that vehicle. Oh, you do? All right. Uh, here's another text uh, before we run out of time. We've been in Florida, Texter says, for the last five weeks while our two cars have been sitting in our cold garage in Minnesota. Anything special we should do before taking them out on the road again this Monday? Yeah, stay in lower Florida for a while. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> stay in Florida. Wait wait till April. Yeah, not, uh, not really. As you know, you got to get back. But what, what do you suggest they do any preparation as they return to Chile, Minnesota? You know, honestly, not really. Most newer model vehicles are designed and equipped fuel injection systems um, that, you know, you get the vehicle fired up. Once you do start it, though, you need to drive it. Letting the car sit at idle doesn't do it any good. You want to get all the, uh, any of the condensation, any of the moisture, the cobwebs, per se, 
kind of worked out of it. So when you do get back home and you need to run to the grocery store, whatever it may be, fire the vehicle up, make sure you get a good drive into it, get it warmed up, let everything kind of work its way out, and I, I'm, I'm sure it'll be just fine. All right, and welcome back. Uh, our car, this texter says, had not been driven in over a week. It started fine, but after dr- uh, driven a bit, the, quote, fuse light went on. After driving a little bit more, it went off. What made that happen, do you think? You know, it's, when it gets cold, we'll get a lot of phone calls about a one-off situation where, you know, I heard this noise or this light came on or I had this scenario or the situation that happened. And, you know, we always kind of chalk it up. Like when you're at home and your computer starts to misbehave, you just restart it and it works and you go, go about your way. The same thing can be true with a vehicle. When it gets cold, you know, a lot of the systems don't power up correctly. You know, they're all synchronized. So if there's something out of sorts a little bit, it might identify that. Turn on a warning light. Restarting the vehicle is just like restarting your computer, and that might allow it just to kind of work out the kinks and be just fine. All right, I think we have time for one more. In fact, uh, someone's playing off the cold weather uh, comments we've had this morning. Uh, speaking of cold weather, besides a fan belt, can and let's see if I can read this. Can a fuel pump or some other pump make a noise when it gets real cold? Absolutely. Uh, most often, if you're hearing a audible whining noise, it could be the power steering pump. You know, if the power steering fluid, which is oftentimes one of the items that's neglected as a maintenance item that fluid will get dirty it won't uh, collect a lot of debris and dirt and such so when you have on a very cold day when that hydraulic fluid that power steering fluid is trying to work its way through the system and if it's dirty it's making that pump work a lot harder which will essentially make it kind of whine so if you're hearing that you let it run for a few minutes and it kind of quiets up and you're like okay it's, it's fine it's gone the next time you're in for service, make a note to have them check the condition of that fluid. It might need some servicing or replacement. Okay, but a, in this texture, but a fuel pump necessarily won't make a noise when it gets cold. No, it's an electric pump. You can hear it humming in some vehicles for sure, but it's not going to be much more. The, the, the noise won't change with temperature. Okay, this, uh, there's a little addendum here. I see it just came in. It's kind of a, a, a chirping noise. I would think that that would be a a belt and or one of the pulleys um, that the belt's riding on. You hear that it it rotates across. You hear the chirp, chirp, chirp. So I would think under the hood. Now, keep in mind, newer vehicles, uh, the fuel pump is in the fuel tank. So if you're hearing something under the hood, you know, it's not an old uh, vehicle that has a mechanical pump attached to the motor. It's more of the uh, electric pump in the tank. So if you're hearing a noise under the hood, it's something rotational, a belt, a pulley, a pump, alternator, some of these rotating items. Okay, that makes sense, yeah. Well, thank you, Texter, for that. And on that note, we have to take our leave. And, Nick, always great pleasure having you help out our listeners. Now, how do we get in touch with uh, Lloyd's Automotive again? If you ever need to give us a call, it's at 651-228-1316. And if you're, you know... Not that you're going to be out and about walking a whole lot in this cold weather, but come spring or summer and you're walking down Grand Avenue, we're at 982 Sweden, say hi. And if you're on the Internet, we're at lloydsautomotive.net. 
Excellent. I will see you one of these days for an oil change. In the meantime, stay warm, Nick, and thanks for your help today. Always appreciate it. Absolutely. Thank you, Denny. You bet. Nick Stoffel, ASC Certified Technician at Lloyd's Automotive on Grand Avenue in St. Paul. We'll take a quick break here and then invite Jack Farrell in for his wine chat. And get those lawn and garden questions ready in the 8 o'clock hour for Smart Garden. And then the Home Improvement Hour in the 9 o'clock hour here on News Talk 830 WCCO. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.